Hello and welcome everyone, it's Mikhail Casanova, we're back with a, another episode of Decked Up, a Steve Deck Podcast. We're kicking your week off this beautiful Monday morning with uh, some Steam Deck and gaming news, and we're just going to have a good time. And before we dive further into it, if y'all are watching this on YouTube and you enjoy Decked Up and you know the content we put out, make sure you like the video, sub to the channel if you haven't already. And share it around with someone you think would enjoy it. Yeah, you even get fun stuff like my daughter dropping stuff behind while I'm recording. So <laughs> hopefully that didn't pick up in the microphone. And also, if you're listening to this on any of the podcasting outlets from uh, there's a couple, actually, there is uh, the biggest one being um, Apple Podcasts. And we've got Spotify. We also have um, what's the other one we got? <laughs> we got a lot of different platforms. So regardless of the platform we're on, we're on all the major uh, podcasting outlets that are there. So if you enjoy the show, then, you know, leave us a rating, give us some feedback, things that we can improve upon, things you like, things you don't like. And then, you know, we try to make it do what you do, babe. you know, try our best. But anyways, yeah, definitely feedback is important. And uh, if you think there's some other people that would enjoy the show, then make sure you share it around with them. So... The other thing before we kick off the show, I, I want to uh, first off apologize for the last episode. I didn't realize that when I was recording it, that it was actually utilizing my Razer. Um, so I've got this new webcam from Razer that they sent over to me. It's not exactly the newest model, but this is the Razer Kyo Pro, which is why the camera quality has been so much better. But it has a microphone on it, and I didn't realize when I was recording that it was using that mic. My computer was using that microphone and not my XLR mic. So that was kind of annoying. Listening back to it and realizing how harsh the audio was, I was like, oh, man, I really messed up. I felt really bad for that. So my apologies to you guys for the bad audio in the last episode. But it's still, you guys rocked with me regardless. So I, I greatly appreciate you guys for that. All right, so let's just go ahead and dive into all the stuff that, uh, you know, has happened in this past week in gaming. So we had Resident Evil 4 Remake. That was probably the one of, not the biggest news, but that was like the biggest in gaming news that dropped last week and came out. There's a lot of patches that Capcom had pushed out to make the game run substantially better on its Steam Deck because if you guys know when it came out initially with the demo, the ch you know, the Chainsaw demo, it uh, didn't, at the beginning, run on deck at all, you know. And then they pushed out another patch. You had to use Proton Experimental or um, Proton GE49 to be able to get it to run. So, thankfully, now you can just run it without any of that. Although, there are some, you know, people that would say, like, you know, lock it at 30 frames per second, run it Proton Experimental. And then go from there, you'll have a pretty good experience overall. I would say just run it straight out of the box. So, you know, tweak the settings to what you want. I know there are a lot of outlets and people that create, you know, custom profiles and settings for various games. And, you know, maybe they'll give the best experience for you. Maybe it won't, you know. Uh, ones I'll recommend if you want to check out any of that stuff, check out, you know, uh, Games Reveal. He, he does a lot of stuff. Also, Steam Deck HQ and uh, many others, Pixel Deck included. But for me, I just, you know, I, I like to tinker. 
like someone can tell me, oh, these are things I need to use. But, you know, I like to experiment and tinker around and figure out what works best for me. So, yeah, out the box with all the updates and patches that they've done in the lead up to the game releasing. And, you know, here we are three days post launch of the game. It runs fine. You can run it out of the box. Now, battery life, yeah, you're going to get about an hour, hour and a half of battery life, but at least you still get that same amount even when you play Resident Evil 3 Remake, 2 Remake, as well as 7 and Village. So that's just to be expected. Any major AAA game on Steam Deck is going to get you a lower battery life. Now, you can tinker around the TDP and, and see what works for you. That's what I would always say for anyone is you have your deck, tinker with it to see you know, what are the best settings and how you can get it going. Now, I don't know why I grabbed the Steam Deck. So anyways, outside of all that, Resident Evil 4 Remake is glorious. That game is so much fun. So as you guys know, I did a review of it about a week before the game launched. I reviewed it for Steam Deck as well as for the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. And it's honestly... I'm still playing it, to be completely honest. I'm still going back, diving into it, finding new things, exploring, taking my time with it, which is interesting because typically on weekends is when I get to do a lot of my work because usually my wife is off, you know, from her day job. And so she gets to, you know, spend as much time as she wants with our kid. And I usually just take that time to just work. Like, I, you know, if I got any projects coming out, then I would use that to that you know that time to work on it like right now i have two controllers i need to do reviews for so i've got the nixie wizard controller for the switch and i've also got the battler gc for nintendo switch and interestingly enough i actually have been sitting on these for several weeks now and i haven't done anything with them just because there's just been you know hard <laughs> It's, it's not easy going between doing hardware reviews and gaming reviews like for video format. It's easy to type that up. Well, not technically easy, but it is, you know, because I don't, if I do a written review, I don't have to worry about having to get B-roll or stock footage and, you know, clean the house to, you know, I, I use NVIDIA broadcast to blur the background behind me because no matter how much I clean this house or this condo, uh, my kids and my pets always make it messy. If you're looking at the video right now, you're going to see my daughter to my to my uh, my left, your right. And it just makes it very difficult to have like a professional setup to be able to do everything I want to do. So that that's kind of one of the things that I have to deal with. I don't necessarily, I don't enjoy doing video product reviews because of that it's just you know and, and if i don't clean everything properly then i got to deal with people complaining about that in the youtube comment section i've kind of gotten to a point now uh, i'm very selective about what i do and i don't respond to just because that can mess with your mental health like somebody can just come along and they can just say one thing and it'd be the wrong time and they just you know completely foobar your mental health and doesn't matter how strong you are, it can hit you. So, yeah, I don't like having to do, you know, product reviews. Like, I've also got 
two laptops to review. I've got a monitor to review. These are all from Acer. I got a bunch of other stuff that I'm working on. PlayStation VR 2 review, which I completed half a month ago, 15 days ago. But I have not set to do the editing process because that is what I don't care to do. <laughs> like you, you hear a lot of people say, "Yeah, I got an editing team." Like I know a lot of bigger uh, cre- content creators that have editors and stuff to do all this stuff for them. So all they got to do is hit record and then send it out to someone else. Eventually, maybe if I, you know, if this podcast and the YouTube channel continues to grow at the rate that they are, maybe I can hire an editor and I can put out more content because I want to put out daily content. It's just very difficult to do that with a two-year-old running around and pets and then teenagers, <laughs> you know, trying to maintain your own physical, because, you know, I, I the one thing I, I do not skimp on is, you know, physical fitness. And I have been very, very active working out five days a week for the last two months at, or three months at this point. And so, you know, that's something I'm just not going to skimp on. Um, sleep, yeah, I skip on that. I shouldn't, but anyways, I went on a whole tangent to say, ultimately, <laughs> that uh, I don't enjoy having to do video uh, videos for like products. It's easier to do written reviews, and that's that's just why I haven't done these two controllers, but circling everything back to the point of Resident Evil 4 Remake because uh, that, that does tie to everything here. I have been spending this weekend lovingly playing that game. I've been going, I've been trying to work on speed running that game. I've been working on trying to get 100% in it and it's like going between that and playing Dead Space Remake and also you know diving into Diablo 4 the open beta I, you know, my wife and I have been playing Diablo 4. And it's a fun story for those who may not know. I don't think I've ever shared this, but, you know, my wife and I, we've been married for going on eight years now. But before we ever started dating or anything like that, one of the games that we would always play when we ever, you know, hang out is Diablo 3 Ultimate Edition. And that was a game like I would bring my uh, PlayStation 4 over to her place and we play it and there would be times like she'd come over to my place and we'd hang out my place and we'd just play that and that was a game that we really bonded with you know and you know we went on to play Diablo 2 together uh, even was able to fire up Diablo 1 play that you know the PlayStation 1 version we play that together and we play a lot of other games too like you know uh, Dungeon Crawlers or something that we really enjoy playing and one of the games that I really definitely want to get playing you know get get around to playing with her is uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance you know and Dark Alliance 2 because those games oh man those games are so 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 good if you haven't played Dark Alliance 1 and 2 I heavily implore you to go and check those out because they're so good and it's so criminal that we have not gotten Dark Alliance 3. We did get Dark Alliance uh, 2021, I believe. That's when that came out. Uh, it, it was just called Dark Alliance, and that was around the time that they were re-releasing Dark Alliance 1 and 2. And as much as it's cool, 
for what it is, it doesn't scratch the itch of what I want it with Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to Diablo 4, we played and we completely beat the open beta. Um, we recorded some of the gameplay of when we first completed the beta, which I will have up on the YouTube channel later on. And I'll probably do a video review about it, talking about you know my overall thoughts and impressions of it. I think it's really good. Uh, one technical issue that I have run into with it, and it's more or less not really like a glitch or a bug or anything. It's just something I think they need to reprogram. And that is when you're in dungeons and then there's like, if you go to certain areas within dungeons and like if there's like building architecture, then instead of it going transparent, it'll just be there and it'll block your field of vision. And so when we were fighting a lot of... Um, the Lilith's uh, minions that were like sub bosses, we constantly had that happen. And it was so annoying constantly having to deal with that. You know, that, that was something we, I, I, man, I, I was, I, I became like a sailor. I was swearing up and down about that. Cause I was like, yo, we were like, there's times that we were so close to beating the boss and we ended up dying just because of that like type of stuff. So hopefully they can, you know, fix that, make uh, architecture go transparent when you, you know, you're passing through it so it doesn't obstruct your viewpoint. But Diablo 4, man, that, that game, <laughs> that's one of the few games, you know, this year that my wife was like, yeah, give me that. I want that now. You know, the, the other games that she said that about were uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which you guys know I did a review on that. Uh, what else is it? Uh, Final Fantasy 16. We're both highly excited for that. Tears of the Kingdom, which there will be a, uh, I think there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow for Tears of the Kingdom, which should be interesting. Ten, ten, uh, 10 minutes of gameplay. I probably won't be up for that. I know it's going to be happening at about 3 a.m. my time. But, yeah, I'm like, do I sleep or do I do that? I think want to sleep because uh i did injure my back over the weekend so i'm like struggling to sleep i don't have my edibles so <laughs> i need my i need my gummies to help with sleeping that's um you know i i do struggle with sleeping so yeah i don't know about being up early for that but anyways back to the point so tears of the kingdom she's like they want i want that final fantasy 16 Hogwarts legacy and other than that yeah, uh, I, I think Diablo was the fourth one. She's like, yeah, I need that day one. You need to get that. Go ahead and reach out to your connections and make sure you secure that review copy. Try to get two so we can play it together. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to make it happen. But anyways, yeah, so we had a lot of fun with that. You know, I played as a barbarian. She played as a rogue. And we were just having a lot of fun. We're thinking about starting a clan, too, for Diablo 4. If that's something you guys would be interested in joining or playing with us online, you know, when that game drops, definitely let me know. But that game's a lot of fun. You know, I always like to play tanks when I play uh, just about any action RPG or RPG. I usually just love playing as a tank. So, you know, with Barbarian, which I always do with Diablo, but occasionally, if they offer, like, a Paladin class, I'll go with the Paladin. I did that with Diablo 3. Uh, I beat it with Barbarian, and I did the 
the other class, which was the Paladin. And also the uh, Diablo Immortal. I've actually been spending some time playing that game because I, you know, I do like mobile gaming. And I'm actually looking at picking up the Red Magic 8 phone. Red, I think it's the Red Magic 8 Pro so I can uh, play more mobile games. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, God, mobile games. But here's the thing. A lot of really good mobile games out there. You know, there's Nikkei. There's the... Um, so I got to pull up my phone and pull up all the mobile games I've been playing. So I've got, let's see, starting with page one, because I've got like five pages. So it's uh, Fantasia. I got Genshin Impact, which I don't have to play Genshin Impact. I should. I think it's because it's so hyped, I just don't play it. But apparently there's a way to play it on Steam Deck. And... Um, I'm going to test that out because if I can play Genshin Impact on Steam Deck, I'm going to be on it. So it's Call of Duty Mobile. I love playing that because uh, I love playing Call of Duty, Diablo Immortal. Uh, I've got Near. It's a Nier game. The mobile one, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, Octopath Traveler. Champions of the Continent. I play that. So I got Ease 1 and 2. Staple, I gotta have that. I'm a big fan of the E series. Lunar, Silver Star Story, got that. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Also got the Castlevania, uh, the newer mobile game, which is part of Apple Arcade, which is, mm, love that game. Contra, Ocean Horn 2, KOF All Stars, Gauru Mark of the Wolves, and I've got Honkai Impact. And I think the Star Rail is going to be coming out, so I'm going to be playing that. But that's also going to be available on PlayStation as well, so that's going to be something I'm going to be playing. And then I've got, uh, other than that, Ease Online. So there's that, Nikkei, Ark Knights, which I love, and uh, Neverland. So those are the mobile games I'm playing, and I'm looking to pick up the Red Magic 8 because I want to, you know, and... I've been debating because, like, one of my friends, uh, Chaotic, you know, he has it, and he uses it purely for gaming. And I keep thinking about that. I'm like, do I want to replace my... Because I, I, I'm a dual phone user. You know, I've got the Pixel 7 Pro, and I've got the iPhone uh, Pro Max, 13 Pro, whatever. I think it's 13 Pro Max. I think I, that's what I got. I don't know. They all look the same. <laughs> so I've got that. So this, that's the iPhone is my primary personal line, you know, my main daily driver. And then for, you know, work slash content creating, uh, the Pixel 7 Pro is that phone, which I do game on the Pixel 7 Pro. And a lot of people just say it's not great for gaming. I haven't really run into any issues with it being like having any issues with running games. But the biggest thing I've been running into is the fact that I'm running out of storage. So we're at a point where 128 gigs of storage on a phone is just not enough between the OS updates for the phones, the, you know, if you want to play games on it, and downloading games and the updates for games, you taking pictures or doing videos, you know, now you're at a point, like, if you guys have ever seen any of my unboxing videos or any of my tech review stuff, all that footage is captured using my Pixel 7 Pro on my iPhone just because those cameras are so good. Like, I have a DSLR. I've got a Sony A6000 and A6, uh, what is it, A6300, 
uh, and an A6500, as well as the, uh, what is that? This uh, Panasonic Lumix G7. I've got all of those. I just don't use them because it just, it makes more sense to me to just pull out the camera phone, often getting better quality, and just going with that, you know. There was a point where I felt I needed to have that high-end stuff because, you know, that was the stuff that all the YouTubers were, were pushing. Like, you got to have the best audio interface. You got to have the best gaming laptop, the best gaming desktop, the best headphones, the best, you know, you, you can't be using USB mics. You got to have an XLR mic, and I'm over here to tell you now. Ain't nothing wrong with a USB mic, and I'm trying to see if I can pick this up without making too much. Excellent USB microphone, one that I've used for several years now. I'm sorry if I'm turning away from the camera, but an excellent microphone is the Bumblebee 2. Get that in frame. So the Bumblebee 2 is a USB microphone. Absolutely love it. Everything from Neat. Everything from Neat is really good. They make, and, and the reason, it's kind of crazy. I'm not, but I am kind of, like, I'm not partnered with Neat Mics, but I kind of am because I have every microphone that they, you know, they've made so far. They, they send it to me and I review them and I do promotional stuff for it. It's, it's an excellent microphone, you know, like, and what's interesting is I actually got to interview, you know, the president and founder and creator of Neat Mics and the vice president as well. And what's also cool about that is the guy who created Neat Mics is the same guy who created Blue Microphones and the Blue Yeti in the whole blue line of products. Same guy. He just created the company and eventually sold it off. And now they make neat mics and they're just some of the best mics out there, you know, and which is now under the Turtle Beach umbrella. So headphones I typically love using are these, which are the Sin Pro Max Air or Sin Pro Max. But the only issue is sometimes my laptop, my desktop have an issue with connecting with them. But for what they are, man, love high end. I don't know, I went on a little tangent there, but yeah, I absolutely love neat uh, products, Turtle Beige, uh, Rocket. Like, I'm not partnered with them, but I, they send me everything, so I guess I'm quasi-partnered with them, if that makes sense. Tell me if that makes sense. If that makes sense, I'll rock with it. So, all that being said, um, what what else is there? What else is there? There's, there's a little bit more. I want to say... <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. I don't know where we were. I think we were talking about uh, something. And I just went off and talked about microphones that I did a plug that I'm not getting paid for. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes, yeah, so Diablo. Mobile gaming. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about mobile gaming and mobile gaming phone. So, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a Red Magic 8 Pro. And, you know, I know Razer has the Razer. What is it? They're... Razor phone, but apparently that thing is getting lambasted. People are just saying it's not worth it. So I'm thinking about getting a Red Magic 8 
because that seems to be the gaming phone to have. And I'll pick that up. But yeah, mobile gaming, which ties back into Diablo, because I, I, I said I was playing Diablo for open beta. And I went in to talk about that. See, you see how this works? We just have this well. And you and you probably wonder, how does this even factor back into the Steam Deck? Well, I was playing, you know, one of the other things is I was playing Diablo 4 on the Steam Deck. And for the most part, it ran well. And I'm looking forward to, like, better support for it going forward because there were occasional issues I ran into on Steam Deck where it had, you know, frame drops and the like. So I'm hoping that they will fix that going forward and we don't have to, to deal with that. But, you know, for the most part, it was a great experience. Um, I do have Diablo 2 on Switch, also have it on the, uh, what's it, the Blizzard launcher, so PC, I do play down Steam Deck. I wish, there's two things I wish would happen. I don't mind playing Diablo 3 on Switch, you know, I, I love Diablo 3, I know a lot of people don't love that because the Holy Grail is Diablo 2. I'm one of them, I'm one of them. Diablo 2 is the Holy Grail of Diablo games, but I will say that I wish I could play Diablo 3 on my Steam Deck with controls because, you know, the PC version doesn't have controller support, which sucks because Diablo 2 has controller support. And I'm like, why can't y'all patch that in there? But anyways, that's enough of that rant. I love Diablo. It's one of my favorite series out there. So uh, other thing I want to talk about, we had the announcement of Counter-Strike 2. So a lot of people really, really excited about that. I, I'm a fan. You know, I love Counter-Strike. I think that's an amazing series. And the announcement of that game really came out of nowhere. Definitely is going to be something I'm going to be playing on Steam Deck, one that I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards it. I'm just wondering, how is that going to fit in the current market? Like, are they going to push that to be up there with, like, the current FPS like military shooter style games like Call of Duty and Battlefield and then um, what's the other one? Uh, Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six. Are they going to push it to be mainstream or is this going to stay something that mostly PC players are going to be hopping on? That's something I'm curious to find out. You know, I think if they put the marketing behind it, it could definitely be something that would be amazing to experience overall. That's just my thoughts. That's my thoughts on that. I'm not too sure what or how they're going to market that, but I think they should definitely market it as a mainstream title and push it so that people would hop on that because I can see a lot of people who play COD would jump over to it. You know, is it going to be PC exclusive? Is it going to be coming to consoles as well? If it comes to consoles, you got a whole market. Is it going to be free to play? Is it going to be paid? These are questions that we need answers to. So hopefully we get those answers soon. Anyway, so the next game I want to talk about, Last of Us Part 1, coming to Steam. And I have a review copy. Uh, my review will be out, if not later, today which is today is uh, March 27, 2023. It's not out later today. It'll be out first thing tomorrow. And pretty much no issues with it running on Steam Deck. It runs substantially better than it does on 
um, that not well, it runs better than Returnal did out the gate. So you can get if anything, I say lock it at thirty frames per second. It's pretty much like if you experience playing Uncharted. <clears throat> You get an idea of how it runs. So it'll mostly be 30, but can sometimes go up to like 45, 50. Sometimes very rarely will hit 60, but I do know they will be pushing out patches to fix it to be able to run at close enough to 60, if not eventually 60 frames per second. And uh, that's going to be cool for a lot of people to be able to experience that game. I'm loving it so far. I think... Personally, the timing of the release is poor because you're releasing it after Resident Evil 4 Remake and after how, like, glowing reviews that's gotten. Not saying people aren't going to buy Last of Us Part 1 on PC, but I think the time to release that was when the show was wrapping up. That would have been, like, whoever made that marketing decision or that business decision to not release it then, I don't know. I don't know what you were doing. Like, what were you doing? You should have released the game when the show was wrapping up, when everyone was talking about it, especially people who aren't gamers who are more than likely going to pick this up. But, uh, yeah, it runs great on deck. You know, no real major issues I've run into. Of course, you're going to get the people who are super technical. That's something else I want to talk about. So there are people, you know, especially when it comes to, like, Steam Deck content creators and such, you know, no shade on them. It's great for the people who like to do the technical stuff and get all into the nitty gritty. That's great. I'm into all that myself. But here's the thing. I don't like outside of having to talk about all the technical stuff for like work purposes or if I do talk to other content creators or sometimes occasionally viewers. Ladies and gentlemen, my daughter. <laughs> um I don't talk about a lot of the technical stuff in my free time. Like literally if I, because I'm with my toddler all the time, if I can just pick up the game and play it or just, you know, if it's a steam deck, if it's a switch, if it's an analog pocket, PlayStation five, Xbox series X or S, you know, if I can save my gaming laptop or desktop or play something on my phone, then I'm just going to pick it up and play it. I'm not going to be criticizing or analyzing. So if anyone's looking for that type of, you know, critical breakdown or first impressions, quasi review, but more so of a first impression. I mean, you got Pixel Deck, you got you know, Steam Deck HQ, you got all those folks. You know, I'm not that guy. I'm not him. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, I focus on is it playable? Is it fun? That's the biggest thing for me. So that's what, you know, when it comes to like when I review games, yeah, I'll have a section for technical performance. But the biggest thing for me is, is the game fun? Because if it's not fun, it doesn't matter how great it runs if you're not having fun playing it. So that's just my stance on it. Speaking of which, I actually did get, um, I, I don't want to put their name out there, but you guys probably can surmise who it is. But I've been asked if I would start writing reviews for um, an outlet. And... I, so I am a games journalist. I know that has a lot of negative connotation behind it. I went to school for 
not journalism, technically. I went to school for um, <laughs> for uh, criminal justice and then ended up getting into marketing, journalism, and psychology. So I have a major, or not a major, <laughs> I have... Um, I have a bachelor's in communications marketing. I have a second ma- uh, bachelor's in journalism. Um, and I also have a bachelor's in psychology. So I spent a lot of time in college. <laughs> I'm telling you, doing you know, 18 to 21 credits a semester. <laughs> that was brutal. But yeah, so I have been doing video game journalism for almost as long as I've been married to my wife because I pretty much started roughly around then, if not a little bit before then. So I've been doing it about eight, almost nine years. And, you know, I love it. Not everyone who's in-game journalism is great at games, so there's that. And especially now, we've gotten more activists in gaming. So you're never going to get that from me. You know, I'm never going to be one of these people that's going to be, oh, I'm going to review Hogwarts Legacy, but let's talk about the, 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 the political and social ethics of it because I don't give a shit about that. I don't publicly talk about politics or social stuff like that because I've, I'm from the era where you kept that shit to yourself. You know, keep that, keep you separate. But a lot of people want that. And if you're one of the people that wants that, cool. I'm just not going to be the person to give it to you. But, you know... I lost train of thought, so I need to go tell it, interrupt that son of a bitch and bring it on back home. <laughs> um, I say all that to say that I've written for other publications. I've worked for other publications, so Game Informer, Magazine, uh, AGN. Yes, I've done stuff for Kotaku, even though they're a fucking joke. And I've done stuff you know, for online print, I've, I've, well, not online print, online outlets, as well as, you know, other content creators. I've ghostwritten for other content creators, create content for them. So this is not a first me being asked if I would write for another thing. So the only thing in this situation is, for me, I don't want to promote another brand. So, like, the only compensation of it truly I were to do this would be exposure because they have great exposure and they're also fairly very new to all of this so there's going to be a lot of growing pains so one of the things I was thinking was okay with this I could join it and grow with them but I've worked for other people the last time I've worked for someone else truly was when I was working in IT, which I've done IT all like concurrently with video game and tech journalism. I've done IT for over a decade. You know, I was a senior systems analyst. I was a senior programmer. I was a senior security analyst. And, you know, I don't want to work for someone else. I don't want to make somebody else more famous or prominent with my work. 
maybe that's stupid of me to feel that way. You know, and I'm not throwing shade because there are people who are hopping on to this opportunity and growing with this 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 outlet. But for me, I like being independent. And even though I could grow at a substantially larger and higher rate if I were to do this, I don't necessarily want to do that. I want to keep doing what I do. I have been full-time content creating since September 4th, 2019. I've not worked for any other company. I've not had a, any other job other than doing full-time content creating, game journalism, podcasting. And I've done okay so far. I'm not where I want to be, but you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm more content doing this than I would be working for someone else, being on someone else's deadline, you know, beyond like, whatchamacallit, you know, like having, okay, here's an embargo, get your content out here. Like be going beyond that. If I were to go beyond that, you know, I haven't done anything like that, you know, working for someone else. Especially if I'm going to work for another outlet, I need to get paid. You need to pay me a living wage. You need to pay me close to what I was making before I quit my job. You know, like when I was working uh, previously at Hawaii Pacific Health, I was making six figures. So if I'm going to go and work for somebody else, you're going to need to pay me. Maybe not six figures, but you need to pay me as someone who's an industry veteran what I'm worth. And they can't do that. The only payment right now is exposure. And you can't, I can't buy diapers for my toddler with exposure. I can't put food on the table for all my kids and my wife with exposure. I can't buy tickets with exposure. I can get into events by being, you know, tied to someone, but I'm already able to go to events on my own. So that's just where I'm at. It, for me, I still mull it over in my head. I'm leaning towards no, I'm not going to do it. You know. So yeah, I think I just want to stay doing my own thing. You know, podcasting, journalism, gaming, tech. I'm just doing what I do. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. That's the uh, updates for the week. Got a bunch of other stuff as far as Steam Deck. I know it's a Steam Deck and podcast primarily, but I like to talk about other stuff too. So, yeah. I think I'm going to be doing this show. It's going to be a weekly show. But I'm looking at putting out maybe three episodes a week. But I think I'm going to start with two. I think we're going to start with, I'm going to kick the week off on Monday. And we're going to end it out Friday night. So why don't y'all let me know if that works for you. If y'all like that, we can rock with it. If you don't like it, give me some ideas. All that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, you're watching it on YouTube. Do all the stuff that YouTube likes. Like, share, comment, subscribe. If y'all want to live stream, because I used to live stream 
deck, though. Y'all want me to go back to live streaming the show? Uh, definitely let me know. I do stream, so I stream on YouTube on YouTube.com/slash at Mikel Casanova. I also stream on Twitch. I'm really trying to grow my Twitch. So if you guys like, you know, watching streams on Twitch, I like to stream, you know, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. You know, I like to do fighting games, Call of Duty, and also want to start playing. WWE 2K23 because I'm a big WWE nerd. So WrestleMania is this weekend. I can't wait. Plus, NXT is to deliver. I cannot wait for that. But yeah, uh, definitely follow me over on twitch.tv slash Mikel Casanova. And uh, I am dabbling with kick.com. I'm not completely sold on the platform, but hey, it is what it is. All that being said, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, if you're watching it, I already told you do the stuff that YouTube likes. Give me some feedback in the comment section down below. If you're listening to it on whatever podcast outlet you're listening to, follow the show. Leave a rating because that helps. We we have officially this show is officially sponsored by Spotify, which is mind blowing. Never would have expected that to ever happen, and that wouldn't have happened without you guys who listen to the show every time I upload. So I'll definitely, uh, one of the next episodes coming up, I'm going to have a developer on who does VR gaming. So it's going to be interesting having them on. And, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions about that, I'm also working to try and get some uh, people who develop games for Steam Deck. So I'm excited for that, too. But definitely let me know what you think. Again, comment section down below. And for YouTube, rate, like the, the show, and outlets. Leave feedback, leave a review. And if you want to support the show, and if you want it to get to a point where it's ad-free, because, hey, I got to buy diapers and foods for my, <laughs> my kids and my family, then uh, consider supporting us over on Patreon. So patreon.com slash Mikhail Casanova. We also got coffee. We got Subscribestar. You know, there's also, I'm thinking about implementing sponsorship, uh, not sponsorship, but like, um, partner stuff. No, I, I guess it is sponsorship. Like this stuff through Spotify to have exclusive episodes for uh, listeners who who want to sign up for that. But I do have exclusive content over on Patreon, so definitely check that out. Patreon.com slash Mikel Casanova. You know, every little bit helps. And now I got affiliate links. So if you want to pick up anything for your Steam Deck, you know, accessories, micro SD cards, controllers, and such, definitely check it out. I got affiliate links for Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, all that stuff. So every little bit helps. And if you want to pick up games, got affiliate links for those too. Definitely go check out some stuff, CD keys and all that. Links, all that is going to be down below. So that being said, this is your morning. Well, you're not yet. Yeah, it's my morning. It's probably your afternoon or evening. But this is the Monday update. So every Monday we'll have a we have this going and every Friday we'll wrap up the week. So all that being said, hopefully we'll see you guys in the next one or you'll hear me. However, I'm struggling to end this episode, but yeah, I catch you guys in the next one. Stay safe. Be blessed. Have aloha. I'll see you. You'll hear from me on the next one. Peace.